0: Welcome back to offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. It's your boy Tricky alongside Katie Katie Naked Lady.
1: We're back, bitches. It's
0: been a while. It's been what, about a month?
1: About a month, yeah.
0: About a month. Um, gonna get real before we start the show. Um So the reason why we've been gone for a month, I'm just gonna just put it out there just because it's the elephant in the room. I think most people listening the show, no. Um, friend of the show, um, one of my close friends, Rob Will, tragically, uh, passed away about a month ago. It's been weird navigating through this. I've never, I've never personally have lost somebody close to me in my 30 years. I've been very lucky in my 30 years of existence here. Um, but I just feel weird not saying something on the show considering that he was on the show twice and actually about three weeks before he passed we were actually discussing bringing him back on at some point because he wanted to come back on again um we the old episodes with him aren't up right now Uh, a lot of the episodes uh before it's like 80 episode 84 and on are, are up we had to archive a lot of episodes to make space in the cloud and stuff and that was one of those episodes we are going to re-release the episode soon i just have to find it i don't really you remember. don't
1: remember which number it was specifically I, no I i'm don't. joking <laughs> um
0: but i think it's on the other computer that's why too ah. so i have to go into the computer and find it and everything but uh just really quickly uh rob we love you we miss you so fucking much um and can't wait to see you someday again i really can't i love you and i miss you so much uh before we really get into the show rob's favorite band was rage against the machine and we're gonna play a rage against the machine song for him again rob we love you so fucking much man Alright, alright, alright We are back, we are back, we are back In this Sunday the is the Royal... Rumble, baby! The one pay-per-view of the year that is my absolute favorite, and it's probably the only time of the year I will really get into Same-sies. WWE now. Uh, as normal, every year we do a Royal Rumble pool, we normally do it through Offended. This year, obvious, for obvious reasons, uh, we didn't do it through Offended. We just kind of kept it personal and kept it close within our friend group and family and friends. And it
1: fucking filled up fast.
0: It filled up extremely Fast.
1: Like if we open it up again We might have to do two sets or something I don't know if I'm doing that get a big fucking pool
0: Right um, Are you happy with your numbers?
1: No Why, why not? Um, in the men's I'm number one So f- fuck me um, that's not necessarily a
0: bad thing. If Daniel Bryan comes out at number one, that's actually great.
1: If Daniel Bryan comes out at number one, or Seth Rollins comes out at number one, or Roman Reigns comes out as, at number one.
0: Roman isn't going to come out at number one because he's the universal champion right now. So okay. if he, I'm telling you, if he comes out, it's going to be at the end. It's going to be like a fucky, fucky finish.
1: So I really need Daniel Bryan... Or Seth Rollins. You need
0: like a, yeah. You need somebody who's a workhorse who can last the whole match, like to go through the entire match. So you need like a odds-on favorite like Daniel Bryan to go through. Who
1: are they pushing? Pull. Who are they putting? No, uh, we just talked about this.
0: They aren't really like pushing it. It's a wide open Rumble this year, and that's it's one thing that I really like about the Rumble. The my favorite Rumbles are the ones that are wide open when you really don't know who's going to win. Like last year was. Last year was awesome because if I didn't read, like, the Vegas odds, I would have had no idea that Drew McIntyre was going to win last year.
1: We were just talking about this because Daniel Bryan has creative creative control over SmackDown. Yeah, who is getting pushed right now? Big E. Big E. So maybe even Big E. I
0: don't don't see it anymore with Big E. Mm. Um, Vince is weird. Vince is extremely weird. So I don't necessarily see it with Big E anymore, unfortunately.
1: Boo. Well, and my uh, my other number is twenty three on the women's, which isn't a terrible number.
2: Yeah,
1: so I'm I'm decently satisfied.
0: I have, fuck, I forgot my numbers. You're decently satisfied.
1: Yeah, I'm not like over the moon. Like one year I was twenty nine and I really fucking liked that. I think the other year I was like twenty seven or twenty eight. Like,
0: well, it's so funny to me because the one time that I actually win a Royal Rumble pool wasn't it wasn't the offended. Royal Rumble pool. It was at my buddy David's house who, shout out, does our theme song. Um, I, of course, I win that one when it was like we were only betting
1: $3. Um, the one I almost won was also with David. I had number 29 and Roman Reigns came out. And I didn't really understand it because we just started dating.
2: Right. Yeah, you and, didn't
0: You didn't understand that they use Roman at the end of every Rumble to get the other person over.
1: Everybody who was there and number 29 came out and was Roman. Everybody's like, no, yeah. Fuck him. And I was like, dude, I'm going to win like 30 bucks. Shut up. Like,
0: so in the women's rumble, I have number 19 and the men's rumble. I have number five. Not good.
1: Yeah. You don't really have good numbers. No,
0: not at all. Uh, nineteen's okay. 19 could result in a winner of five. I don't think I'm trying to think. I don't think anybody's won from five ever.
1: I would like to see some statistics over the years. Can we get a spreadsheet going?
0: You want to watch the video real quick? They do it every year. They do Royal Rumble by the numbers every year. It's actually a pretty cool video. Oh, yeah. Here, let's pause it real quick. We're going to pause this, which listeners won't know. Let's watch the video, and then we'll come back and we'll get your uh, take on it.
1: Okay, cool, cool.
0: Okay, so we just watched by the numbers that WWE produces, and you didn't like it.
1: I didn't. I mean, no, I didn't. I like the content, mostly. Mm. I just... I sound like such a fucking bitch and such like a AEW snob and I'm not trying to fucking be. But their content is just not the same. It's cheesy. Look how cool we are. I'm going to toot my own horn because we're so fucking badass. But it's like you're really, I don't know. You're right. overselling all of the, I don't know.
0: It's overproduced.
1: Yeah, definitely. I just, um, so, it's just not my cup of tea. Right.
0: So here are some statistics for the Royal Rumble. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin holds the record, most Royal Rumble wins at three.
1: Six- I think it, I think that should stay there forever and ever. I do too. And they should never break it like they um, broke the Undertaker's.
0: Yeah, uh, six people have won the Royal, two. Six people have run have won two Royal Rumbles: Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan, John Cena, Batista, Triple H, and Randy Orton. The number twenty seven is the luckiest number with the most Royal Rumble winners at four. But number 24, 28, and 30 are close with three apiece as well. I actually didn't know that. Um, Do you have any of those numbers?
1: No, I have 23.
0: Uh, Batista is the only person to win from the same spot twice at number 28. Uh, 2007-2008 is the only time the same number won in succession at number 30. And 2007 was the first time that somebody has won at number 30. That was The Undertaker.
1: See, I really want some mathematician to make a fucking Excel spreadsheet for me and give me the statistics of what is most likely to happen on the numbers this year. If anybody can do that, I will. <laughs> I will give you five dollars.
0: Um, most eliminations in a single match. Kane had that record forever from two thousand. It was the two thousand one Royal Rumble, which is one of my all-time favorite Royal Rumble matches at, with 11. And then it was broken by Roman Reigns, of course, at 12. And then Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar have the record now at 13. Um, and then for the women's side, Bianca Belair and Shayna Baszler are tied at 8, mm. uh, which is pretty cool. Which on SmackDown last week, Bianca Belair carried Otis on her back. Like What? Yeah. she's Otis? Yeah. She's awesome. Uh, most eliminations of all time that goes to Kane with 44 eliminations. Damn. Uh, second is The Undertaker with 40. Shawn Michaels is also has 40. Stone Cold has 36. So on, and so on. Um, average eliminations is six in one match for like
1: a person who's gonna people. win or a high high contender.
0: Right. So, like, one man gang here this says most eliminations by year. One man gang had six. Ultimate Warrior had six. Sid so Just is six. Uh, Chris Jericho, this guy by the name of Chris Benoit that I don't even know who they are because they erased him. They erased him completely from history. Uh, <laughs> also has six. Uh, Rey Mysterio is six. Triple H. Uh, Big Show. Shawn Michaels. They have six. Cody Rhodes surprisingly has five from 2012. Ooh. That actually surprises me. He. In 2012, Cody Rhodes has the most eliminations.
1: Oh, shut up. Cody Rhodes shouldn't have done that. He should have given one of his eliminations to one of the other people that needed some, some hype. He's so selfish for taking those five eliminations. <laughs> are,
0: you, are you trying to say his uh, entrance is too long?
1: Yeah, he's taking away from, from everybody <laughs> else in AEW.
0: I hope people are listening. She's being sarcastic. Um, and Bray Wyatt, Roman Reigns, and, and Miro... Also had six in one match, which is kind of crazy
1: I think if Did they if, were they the
0: only ones that eliminated people that year
1: <laughs> I think if uh there was a royal rumble in aew I bet miro would kill like ten people it's
0: eighteen wrestlers right there between the three of them, but what say that again?
1: I said if miro in aew was doing a royal rumble, he would kill like he would be the the high contender for knocking people out, I think. He's got so much rage. Yeah, the last like
0: Battle Royal that they did, he dominated. Yeah, he's they got made so him much look rage. So strong. And we'll get in the AEW at the end of the show, as always. Um I was gonna ask if you had the pick, who do you want to win the rumble, but I mean, do you even care?
1: I don't. I just want it to be number twenty
0: three. Right. I want Daniel Bryan. I want Daniel Bryan. Or number or one, I'm sorry. I am very scared that Goldberg is going to fucking win this rumble. And I'm also scared that um, – I don't know. I just feel like there's going to be a really fucky finish to the men's rumble. On the women's side, I'm good with just about anybody but Charlotte to win the match.
1: Why? Because she always
0: wins. She's um, the female Roman. Okay. And I like Charlotte. She's a great wrestler. And I like Roman. But it's just like, guys, there's other wrestlers – who can win the match? Like, if Bianca Belair won, that would be fucking awesome. If, that's probably too soon, but if Becky Lynch came back and won, that would be that would be fucking awesome. Um, trying to think. I don't really care. Uh, I really don't want Nia Jax to fucking win. Especially after she almost injured Dana Brooke on Raw this past week. I have no idea how she is still allowed to wrestle on the main roster and hasn't been sent down for more training. It's ridiculous.
1: How many injuries is that just this year? Two, three?
0: Well, it's two thousand twenty-one. Oh, years, I, okay.
1: So. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what the fuck? Within the last year, within the last, like, within two, the last three hundred and sixty-five fucking days, within the
0: last two years, I think she's injured like four wrestlers. Like, that's
1: what I was saying. Like two or three. She this year. basically
0: was one of the sole reasons why Kyrie Sane wanted to leave WWE because she's like, I don't want to work in this unsafe environment.
1: Oh really? I didn't know that.
0: Um. Yeah. Uh, and then Nia Jax was like, "Oh, look at me living rent fr- rent free and all these little loser ass brains of yours." That's what she tweeted out. And it's like, "No, Nia, that's this isn't like villainous heat that you want. This is like you're fucking dangerous, and we don't want to watch you on TV anymore because we're scared you're actually gonna hurt somebody on TV. This, this that's not that's not a good thing. You've oh, I, you're I, not a demo queen. Okay, I hate her. Like." with a passion. I know you do. She's just daint, she's reckless, she's dangerous and one of these times, one of these fucking times she's going to end up paralyzing somebody in the ring.
1: Don't say that. I'm
0: well, like fuck, be safer. Like I don't even know what I don't even know what else to say, but fucking take care of the other person in the ring. It's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. I am actually worried that somebody's going to get seriously injured.
1: Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. Right.
0: Anyway, Royal Rumble this weekend. Can't wait to watch it. Woo! All right, moving on. Let's go into our face and heel of the week. Um, do you want to start? You want me to start? I
1: can. I can start for sure. Okay. Um. All right. My fucking heel. It. Fuck you, Stoutsy. I'm giving you fucking credit. He made a post earlier this year like, how about we have a resolution to not fight with people we don't know on the internet about stupid shit. I fucking hate internet fights and I get sucked into them so, like, oh. So that's my heel is how the internet trolls can make me fucking troll them back. Okay, that's my fucking heel.
0: I've mastered it.
1: You have. It just irritates me. I need to stop fucking doing it. And my face, first of all, it fucking snowed in St. Louis And it's the first snow of the year, like legitimate snow. Fucking wonderful. That's my bonus. And my real face is Biden um, lifting the ban on trans people in the army. Because why do you not want any people, like people who are voluntarily joining the army? Like one, that's fucking stupid to say, no, you can't. And two, they're like trans rights are human rights. So. We'll leave it at that. Thank you. Nice.
0: Uh, my face of the week. My faces of the week go to at uh, YT Next Gen Gaming. I know it stands for YouTube, but I'm just reading it out at YT Next Gen Gaming at Spiel Times. I think that's how you pronounce that. And at PS Five Stock Updates, because thanks to them, your boy has landed a PS Five, motherfuckers. That's my face. I got a PS5. and it's, Thank God. It's arriving tomorrow. We're recording this on Wednesday. It's arriving tomorrow. I can't wait to play all those PS5 games, my, especially Spider-Man. Miles Morales. I've been, I have been waiting to play the Spider-Man game. Katie actually got it for me for Christmas. You're welcome. And I haven't played it yet because I'm like, I'm holding off until I get a PlayStation 5 because that's going to be the first game I play on it.
1: Yeah, I'm so fucking happy you actually got one because I'm so tired of hearing about the stresses of finding one it was, and it purchasing. It a and week and a half. Then it leaving your cart and then the waiting room and then...
0: It's literally been a week and a half since I started trying. But you did it. I did do it. I did.
1: That um, should have been my face.
0: I think your uh, keyboard just died. Oh, says so it's connected again.
1: Okay, good. Cool.
0: <laughs> okay, well, anyway... Yeah, PlayStation 5 is mine. Suck at Kyle Fauché. Um, it
1: on. Oh, did, was he wanting one? Oh, he's been trying for a oh, while. Oh, maybe you should give Kyle yours. <laughs>
0: oh, no. Um, Here, I will read the exact text from Mr. Fauché from the Going Off Topic podcast. Uh, we're in a group chat with me, him, and uh, Dugan. And I said, where is that? <laughs> I said, holy shit, boys. Let's fucking go. Send a picture of my purchase. Foshe just responds, "You motherfucker, where did you get it?" <laughs> <laughs> and um, like later that day, Dugan jumps in. And he goes, "Oh my god, Foshe, how mad are you?" <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I've been trying to give him some tips, I'm trying to give him some pointers. He uh, he said he gave up, for, like trying after like a while. He's been trying for like a while. Like we, I think the last time he was on the podcast, he was like, "I've been trying." I've been trying so hard to get a PlayStation 5.
1: I just can't believe PlayStation didn't like try to avoid this.
0: They I think they tried. It's just the demand for it. They can't like people are like how do they not make enough consoles in this amount of time? I'm like, well number 1, this is a business and they're fucking smart to not supply put supply and demand. Yeah, it's very smart to not put it out all at once because this is what happens you're generating so much buzz around it it continues to generate buzz around it you get people to make sure that they sell out unfortunately a lot of bots and scalpers buy it to where they can sell it like on eBay for an ex- extreme amount of like extreme uh, amount double
1: the prices crazy right
0: but to sony they're still selling their product. so why would they stop doing what they're doing
1: that is true economics it's all 101 about
0: money exactly this is business 101 baby I don't I don't fault them for that this is a business if you're in the business I would be like hey it's it sucks some really diehard fans are going to lose out but I'm making money
1: um I want to I wish we had a recording of you saying this 2 days ago when you didn't have your PS5 in your <laughs> cart and purchased I wonder how you I'm a changed feel. man, Katie.
0: I'm a changed man. Because I don't what... think
1: that would be your opinion two days ago. I'm
0: a changed man. What's your heel?
1: I already said my heel.
0: Oh, you, oh, you did both?
1: Yeah. Sorry. Internet fights. Oh.
0: Stoutsy was that. right.
1: Why did you do both? I, it's been a while. I thought we just did both.
0: All right. Jesus Christ. Uh, all right. My heel of the week is to the NWHL. And these stupid, dumbass two, and the two fucking reporters that they are backing up. For those that don't know, the NWHL is the National Women's Hockey League. Uh, it's pretty new. Uh, I think it's been around for maybe a year, if that. I don't, it hasn't been around for long. There's six teams in it. That's all there is. Just six. There's um, just
1: six? I thought there were more than that.
0: Because nope, it's brand new.
1: Oh, It's like the
0: XFL. Oh. Brand new. Uh, They were really pushing it hard, pushing it hard. And one of their – not one of. Their biggest, biggest supporter is Erica Nardini, CEO of Barstool Sports. Erica Nardini has been, like, their number one supporter since day one. She loves the game of hockey. She wants to progress women's hockey in such a positive light. And all this other stuff.
1: Doesn't like, she play rec hockey?
0: She plays, yeah. She actually just learned how to skate and play hockey, like, I think two or three years ago. She just plays, like, in a rec league and stuff. She's awesome. Like, it's cool. Like, how much she fell in love with the game of hockey, I think, is awesome. Um, she had on two women's players on her podcast talking about the brand new league and all this stuff. Because for the first time, it's actually a, a couple games here and there will be on NBC Sports.
1: Which cool. is fucking
0: cool. Cool. Out of the blue, two reporters were saying, like, shame on the NWHL for having... Uh, for having... Uh, or for being associated with uh, Barstool Sports, basically. And... It just, it still blows my mind that people still call Barstool Sports a misogynistic company when their CEO is a fucking woman. And most of their higher ups who are on the same level as Dave Portnoy are also women. That aren't on, they're just not.
1: They're like, not featured in yeah, any of the right on-screen things, maybe. It
0: blows my fucking mind how they were like, we don't want to be associated. The N. The NWHL has taken two reporters' sides over like really thinking about what they're doing in the long run. So they take these two reporters' sides and basically told Erica Nardini we want no part of you, we want no affiliation with Barstool Sports. And she was like, What the fuck? I have been your biggest supporter. Like I was ready to actually put money into your league to make it bigger. Like, she was ready to, like, actually invest into this league. Right. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she gets blackballed like this and gets stabbed in the back? For what?
1: Um, For having Dave Portnoy be the creator of Barstool. Oh,
0: you mean the guy who hired Erica Nardini to be the CEO?
1: Yeah, I mean the guy who made a rape joke, like five or ten years ago and didn't apologize for it because one, it was a different time and two, Barstools made a very big stance on not apologizing for shit because they're not, you know, doing the slippery slope thing. They're not bending the knee. Pretty much. I get it from a I get it from a company standpoint. And also fucking rape jokes Were a thing 10 years ago. You all fucking forget. You all fucking forget how different the world was in 2010, 2015. It was a different... Was it right? No. It was not right. Was he serious? Also fucking no.
0: Right. He said it because... He said it during an interview because the interview was a hit piece and he knew it was a hit piece because he was like, no matter what I say, no matter what I do... They will spin this and make it seem like I'm just an asshole no matter what. So why not just fight fire with fire is basically what he said.
1: I want to know if anybody out there hates Barstool. Could you send me specific times, dates, places, events that happened that were distasteful and rubbed you the wrong way from Barstool? Because I I honestly don't. Like lately? No, I'm talking last 10 years. Like what is on their rap sheet that bothers you so badly? Because I don't I don't see it. I don't know. For, so from someone who's very fucking feminist, very fucking liberal, but also at the same time very open minded and can see both sides of the story, like I don't I don't see the right. the grounds for hating Barstool in the way that so many people hate Barstool. Right. And when I say people, it's generally women and it's generally mm-hmm very very liberal women or very either very liberal or very conservative women i feel like it's either side
0: there has been about i want to say maybe 20 to 30 women's players i think from the league that have spoken out in support of barstool being like you guys like what are you doing like this is stupid like we support erica she supported us for so long what are we doing
1: I mean, spit and chiclets, two words, two fucking words, spit, spit and, and chiclets.
0: has done so much for the game of hockey in general. Like, they have their own fucking drink. Like, hello, what are you guys doing? Like, what are you doing? You guys basically gave yourself a death sentence by doing this. I don't get it. And somebody brought this up, too, that the one player that spoke out that made the league kind of like, oh, we don't want to be associated with it, blah, blah, blah. That player went to Yale. Yale... Was literally a founder by a slave trader. So does that make her a racist in that logic and their logic about going against Barstool? Um, it's I
1: think the that's, same logic, I think it's right? a little bit reaching. But it's a
0: little bit reaching. But at the same time, isn't that the same logic? Because by association, they're putting Erica Nardini within association of Barstool and De Portnoy.
1: Let me okay. Let me take it a little bit. Let's bring it a little bit closer to home. Something that's more feasible. Holocaust, Holocaust Remembrance Day is today or tomorrow or yesterday. It's right around here. Um, The scientists for automobiles uh, was leading scientists Is worked on Volkswagen's. Mm -hmm. So Volkswagen's technology, because it's so different from other vehicles, because it was fucking used by fucking Nazis and they developed the science during the Holocaust with all this money and time and so, I, I mean, I know I've heard stories of people who are of Jewish heritage and all of this shit who will literally not get in a Volkswagen Uber or get in a Volkswagen taxi because they're like, no, your fucking company benefited off my family or right. my ancestors died. So that's a little bit closer to home versus Yale and being Yale is so far away. At least the Holocaust was 75 years ago, six, 76 years ago
0: still Katie, Yes,
1: like, I'm but I'm saying I'm bringing it closer to home, like that's all I need. Sure,
0: but in that logic, that's the same logic.
1: Yes, I'm agreeing with you.
0: Yeah. Um I just don't get it. Like the NHL, the NWHL needs revenue badly right now. They need revenue. They don't have a TV deal. Their games will get put on NBC Sports randomly, not even advertised. During COVID. During COVID. And it just makes no fucking sense to me that they would be like, we don't want to do bar, we don't want to be associated with Barstool. And It's kind of like Barstool doesn't need you. You guys need Barstool right now. You need to grow your audience. This is, again, this is business one hundred and one. This is strictly business at this point. You guys are so fresh and so new, you can't afford to just start turning away companies because other companies are going to see you do this and be like, we actually don't want to work with you because if you're going to cut ties that quickly without doing some research, then why would we want to work with you?
1: At the same time, you have your fucking stance. You stick on your, you know, you s- stick to your guns. But what guns are you sticking to? Because I don't actually know.
0: Like on the women's hockey league side?
1: Yes. Yeah. Like like, like, you guys are like, nope, we're not working with this company. We're cutting ties. We don't agree with their policies, procedures, past history, whatever. Cool. Okay, I support you, but... but but what grounds are you doing this? The, the that's th- what I don't understand. The thing that
0: I also don't understand is that the reporter is like, we need to grow women's sports. We need to grow women's sports. And it's like, you are literally, you are the reason that this league is probably going to die now.
1: Like, who's paid you to stop the, the like, women's sports You growing? literally
0: just, like, you killed, killed it. You killed your, the one thing you were trying to support. You literally just killed it. That's, that's like, the stupidity that I don't necessarily understand. That's Like, and what's crazy is that majority of people online are actually sticking up for Barstool for the first time I've ever seen. Like, honestly, way more people are in favor of Barstool than they are for the two reporters in the Women's Hockey League. And you want to know why? Because it's Erica Nardini. They're fucking with the wrong person. You don't fuck with Erica Nardini because she's the coolest fucking person in the world. She's awesome. And... It's so funny to see every single person at Barstool, even Robbie Fox, people who like don't even watch hockey, are like sticking up for Erica because they're like, "That's our girl. You don't fucking, you don't fuck with our girl." They're basically, like, "That's our mom or that's our sister. You don't fuck with my family." Like, you know, like how defensive like guys get like for women that are like family to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's how Barstool is reacting right now. Like, oh, yeah. majorly wholeheartedly, reacting wholeheartedly. Yeah, like Dave Portnoy was like. NWHL, you guys owe Erica Nardini a fucking apology. Like, he was so pissed. He's like, you guys owe her a fucking apology right now. That's ridiculous. She has done nothing wrong. She has been your biggest supporter, and she was going to help you grow the game of hockey, women's hockey, in such a big, huge way, and now it's just ruined for no reason.
1: It would be different if Erica Nardini... Like said something. Well, or if she had a personality like Dave Portnoy, mm-hmm. like if she was an on-screen comedian antagonist, kind of shit disturber. But I've never seen any side of that of her no. at all. So that's why everybody's like, "This is it." It honestly wouldn't matter if his big sister, mm-hmm. big brother. It's like you're picking on my little, my little sibling. Who fucking doesn't pick fights, so fuck off. I'm going to kill you're you. You're
0: on my mom. like yeah. I'm going to fucking kill you. Like,
1: yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, and just the timing of this by the Women's Hockey League is mind-numbing to me also. In a time when Barstool has literally been arguably the best thing that's happened to America during covid with raising thirty over thirty million dollars and still going for small businesses around the the nation, this is the time you decide that hey, we you know what we're gonna fucking uh, we're gonna fucking go ahead and say something here.
1: Let's go after the guy who's been raising money for small businesses about to go out of business. Ooh, <laughs>
0: right, right. Uh, do you guys need those funds from the barstool fund?
1: <laughs> We're mad we didn't get our Barstool fund.
0: It's crazy. So, uh, and just tonight, uh, Barstool announced the BWHL, the Barstool Women's Hockey League.
1: God, I hope this is a real thing. It's so fucking hilarious it seems if like it is.
0: It seems like they are determined to be like, we'll make our own fucking league now, dumbasses. Like, and it'll get watched. We'll it's put it already, on television. It already has... It already has, this is ridiculous, it already has 3,000 more followers than the Women's Hockey League actually does on Instagram. Aw,
1: poor, I mean, I'd say poor Women's Hockey League. No, they for, shot themselves no, 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 in the foot. Nope, no, for the players, for the players who have worked their heart and soul To be good and try to get the followers and all this shit. Like I I feel feel, bad for them, but please leave and go to the barstool. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I feel bad for the players also, but the players, majority of the players, are sticking up for barstool,
1: and that's a smart move.
0: Yeah, because you know, some of them going to be like, you know what, I want out of my contract. I'll go play over here,
1: or at least if they're vocal about it now and can't get out of it, right? They're options for later, and
0: And like uh, Dave Portnoy posted a bunch of like uh, messages that he got. He's like this. Couple of women have been like, Hello, uh, my name is this. Uh, I play D1 hockey for Ohio State from this year to this year. Uh, we play in a very competitive league. Uh, I've spoken to many of the women that are in the league with all these other teams. We are ready to jump on this league if this is a real thing. Like, we all, she's like, all three of these teams are ready to compete and ready to play.
1: I'm so, I'm so buzzed if if this really takes off. Like, I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm all I'm all about like let's make women's sports like something fucking awesome. like women's well, soccer blows my mind that they they have so much attention here in the United States right. and they get paid dog shit. And
0: it's like you fucking idiots, you literally just gave yourself a death sentence. The
1: platform you all could have had. Right. With this and the the it, w- it would just be one step closer Look at- to being like paid what you deserve to be paid right. for a sport you should be watched while playing because because I'm sorry, guys are gonna wanna watch women play hockey. Guys love just fucking hockey, okay? And yeah. guys are not the only fucking audience, but they're a big part of the audience because every guy is watching NHL and following all the players and all mm-hmm. that shit. Put women on skates. It's gonna be a fucking great way to watch hockey yeah all you all everybody wants every time i talk to any of your guy friends about hockey they're like oh hockey's off i'm so sad it's like put put women's hockey on like Like, women's hockey
0: on during the off season of the nhl is what you're saying
1: Yeah, yeah and it's like it would get so much buzz because one at that point there is no hockey to compete with and two women's hockey might be just It could be just as competitive of a sport as men's because it's a different fucking league. It's a different fucking, it's its own thing. So it can be its own thing in such a great fucking way and you just shit on your platform. (laughs) You just said no thank you to the biggest fucking
0: fan group that
1: you could have had.
0: Uh, Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I've been saying. It's just like, like you need Barstool. Barstool doesn't need you. Like you need Barstool to help grow your game so that way you can get an audience and start generating a revenue to where you can start paying the players more than twenty thousand dollars a year.
1: Which is bullshit.
0: Right. Um I I mean I just I'm what dumbfounded. A, what a by heel, this.
1: Todd. What a heel to pick this week. I'm
0: just dumbfounded. <laughs> we
1: just ranted for like ten fucking minutes. I'm just
0: dumbfounded. I'm just completely when I saw that this morning when I woke up, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you fucking kidding me? This is just terrible business. And if I see that, if I'm a player in that league and I see that happening, I'm like, I want out. Like, I would want out immediately. I'm like, I'm sorry, I I want out. As much as I love this game, I don't want to work for a fucking moron. Like, what are you doing? We need to grow the game, not destroy it before it gets started. What are we
1: doing? It's not like they have a golden egg right now that's like... right.
0: It blows my mind because
1: the potential—the potential for the market—is huge.
0: Right. It's just
1: getting it, getting it there, costs should, a lot of money, costs a lot of fan time, marketing, social medias, right. like it. Ta- it takes a lot of fucking work, but the market is fucking right. there. Um,
0: they have another Instagram account, the nh, the NWHLPA. It's the Players Association, so it's been around a little longer than the league actually has, because.
1: That's where it started from.
0: That's no, that's just the association that represents the players, like the union that it, represents the players. It. They have forty-two thousand people following them on there. Still not a lot. That's not a lot for a sports league. Um, it's if like you, a small city. If you go on there and click on a couple of like the most recent like posts and read the comments, whew, they're getting torched. Oh no! They're getting fucking torched. And every, all of them are just like pictures, like an emoji of a clown of like people are saying, say sorry, apologize to Erica. Erica did nothing wrong. And some people are like, I hate Barstool, but what you did to Erica Nardini is fucking wrong. And it's like, good. I'm happy people are finally fucking speaking up.
1: Like, good. Yeah. Maybe it's what Barstool needed to like kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, clear their name right. with the, the with uh, people who are so extreme the, the one, one
0: account where they only have like a thousand people they have like three comments under like one games uh updates three comments that's nothing i get more comments on my facebook posts
1: that is true
0: like that's that's nothing that's absolutely nothing and i commented like wow three comments And you guys would have killed probably the best thing you had going for you. Not a good look. Just not a good look. Anyway, that was my heel of the week. I'm just, I hope, I actually hope that the NWHL smartens up and apologizes to Erica Nardini. But I think it's too little, too late at this point. I think Erica Nardini is going to totally be like, we're going through with Barstool hockey, women's hockey. Sorry.
1: I kind of have the same feeling. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Well, when you're that fucking stupid and you're that fucking rude to somebody for no reason, you kind of deserve it. Very true. All right. Moving on. Let's get into the songs of the week. One of the things I didn't bring up before we get in songs of the week that I just realized um, was look at the partnership between the NHL and and Chocolates. Hello? Like.
1: They have a working relationship. And it's
0: fucking going through the roof. Pink Whitney is in every single arena in the NHL right now. Wake up, you dumbasses, and grow the game of women's hockey correctly so that way we can actually watch it on our televisions. Thank you. Here's Songs of the Week. Songs of the Week, make sure to go check out our plays exclusively on Spotify and Offender Presents Songs of the Week. Katie, go ahead with your first song. Don't read them all since you forgot how to do this. I
1: did forget. Um, my first song of the week is "Back on how the do you Fence." Forget we've done
0: this for so long.
1: Why cut me off? "Back on the Fence" <laughs> by Healy, Becky, and the Birds. Um, I really like that it's got like an R and B vibe, and then the piano chord sequence in the beginning just takes me back to like just loving straight piano in all songs. All right. Nice noise
0: uh my first song this week uh, you heard it a little bit earlier uh it's called pickle rick by echo so i guess how just pronounce his name but i love that they took the uh i'm drawing a blank on the song that they sampled in it but it's an older like 70s song and it's just i love it it's great and apparently that guy is a he uh, freestyles that entire song so it's great i highly recommend that song what's your next song katie
1: Find My Way by Paul McCartney. Ooh, ooh, uh, it's off his new album. If
2: i can find my way. I'm doing that for or my life right. Where he
1: wrote all of it, produced all of it, played all the instruments during quarantine, mm-hmm. and said, "Hey, music producer, I'm I made an album. Here you go."
0: And they were like, "Oh, okay, thank you, sir, Paul." <laughs> um, next up, my second song of the week. Is called Colt Cabana by Vista Blue. This punk band just made a song about pro wrestler Colt Cabana. Join the Dark Order, you know?
1: All right. Um, sorry. Colt
0: Cabana is going to bring you down.
1: It's kind of like got a 80s or 90s punk vibe. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a punk rock song. Yeah, no, I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, my third song is Rolled Up by Benny Sings and Mac DeMarco. It's really laid back but kind mm-hmm. of funky. Yeah.
0: That's basically, that's actually a really good way of describing that song because Mac DeMarco is very funky but laid back.
1: Yeah, it's like you could, like, chill, but you feel, like, kind of excited to be chilling.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, My next song is called Dive by Kid Cudi off his new album Man on the Moon 3. The trilogy is complete, finally. Um, Still not as good as the first one. The first album of Kid Cudi will always be his best album. And you want to know why? It's because Kanye West why? produced it.
1: Oh. He should have had Kanye West sign up for all three. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think Kanye produced a little bit of the second album, not the whole thing, but the second album of his is really good. And then it just, Kit Cuddy just has not been the same. He, I don't know what happened, but he has just not made the best music since then.
1: He's kind of just not been relevant since then. Right,
0: that's why, because his music hasn't been the right, greatest.
1: Right, right. I haven't really heard Kid Cudi in a long time, actually.
0: But his new album has a couple really good songs on it that remind me of his first album. So that's why I like it.
1: Okay, cool, cool. Uh, My fourth song is Does It Make You Feel Good by Yosef? Or Joseph? Yosef?
0: I uh, I actually don't know. I know who you're talking about, though.
1: Um. I like it because it's kind of upbeat. A yeah, it's that guy. is
2: gonna be
1: alright love boy. Same quality of the like the your hands up Muffled mic it's sound. Love a boy. It's the same muffled mic sound. Laid to the pot. Okay, cool. Cool. I'll see you outside. Very cool. Okay, I'll keep going. You want me to? Mm, yeah.
0: All right, my next song is "The Bandit" by Returning Kings of Leon. Uh, this, there are two new songs they put Ugh. out. Have been they're great. It sounds Ugh. like it sounds like old Kings Leon again. Ugh and katie hates kings leon but then i started playing really old kings leon for her and she's like who is this and i
1: kind of hate that i like it's a
0: leon i hate myself old kings leon is fucking good until they sold out to a major record label and made a shitload of money but can you really blame them
1: no i just don't like their music
0: no it seems like you do like their music you just don't like the song use somebody or sex on fire
1: that is true yeah. Those are that's a very true fact.
0: So you can't say that you hate the band when you just don't like those two songs.
1: Well I didn't know the band. I only knew the two songs.
2: Uh-huh. Aha hey Everything Go with a look at our face. Aha uh-huh. Say hey.
0: That's really that's literally the lyrics to the one song that you like by them. And that's one of the songs that made them like huge too.
1: Yeah, because it's a good fucking song.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyway, the bandit, Kings Leon, they're back. Uh,
1: my fifth and final is Feels Right by Big Pig. Um, What I really like about this song is the the riff at the very beginning. It sounds like the Foo Fighters song, uh, Times Like These. What's the song? Sounds like that riff. No, what's the song? Feels Right by Big Pig it sounds similar to that
0: you actually did a good job of explaining the songs. i
1: week. know and you cut me off every fucking time because you're not prepared for me being prepared i'm
0: normally i have to jump in and save you i know and I, I have add so that also doesn't help well either.
1: no you, i usually suck you're usually there to back me up mm. but i really tried really hard that, you actually did good this week thank congratulations you. thank you
0: what do you think my number one song is this week
1: do i win money if i guess no i already fucking know i already fucking know oh you know yeah
0: Goddamn right it's tarzan boy by baltimore baby
1: only heard this about a hundred times this week alone i'm not even exaggerating
0: good mood song. Uh, uh, you will hear that song in its entirety at the end of today's episode, but a little background to the song and why I picked it. Hold on.
1: Wait, 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 wait. How long is the song?
0: The song is six minutes and 20 <laughs> seconds long, which is hilarious. But also, every time I, but also every time I listen to it, I'm like, that seemed really short. That's just how much I like the song.
1: I, I agree. It doesn't feel like a six minute and 20 second song. because no, it's a
0: song that you can just dance to the whole time and like just... So, anyway, Tarzan Boy is an old one-hit wonder from the 80s, and I actually had never heard of the song until about two or three weeks ago when AEW decides to buy the rights to the song to give to one of their wrestlers as a Christmas present, and it became his new theme song on Dynamite, and the wrestler, is, his name is Jungle Boy, uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Jack Perry is actually the son of the late actor Luke Perry. Um He has a tag team called Lucha Lucha Express. It's called Jurassic (laughs) Express with Luchasaurus, who the guy is literally a dinosaur who is a million years old, but he's wrestling on All Elite Wrestling. It's great. And he's with this little guy named Marco Stunt, who's just He's fun-sized. He's awesome. Marco Stunt is awesome. But Jungle Boy is... Jungle Boy, quite possibly, could be the next big thing in wrestling, in my opinion.
1: I agree with that. And...
0: This song, I cannot wait for crowds to come back more because that crowd is going to eat up this song when he comes out.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be like a legendary song that he's never going to change throughout his entire career. This is going to be it.
0: So AEW bought the rights, but I think they actually gave, signed off the rights to Jungle Boy.
1: Because they're not a greedy fucking company. Yep.
0: Yep. Isn't that awesome?
1: That is awesome. That like he could take that song and go somewhere else, but right. they're like, please don't.
0: Right, it's always please it's always going to be us. his. Like I think that's really cool. I just love how he they bought the rights to it, and Baltimore was just like, sure. I don't even know. I don't even know if they're if they're still around or what. But I they're just like, think it's hilarious <laughs> that they're. Tony Khan went out of we'll his take way the check. to. I want to know like.
1: That conversation wanna, that happened. Yeah,
0: I want to know the backstory behind how this song came about. Like, the, was Tony Khan just like, this was a song I really liked when I was a kid in the 80s, and I think it fits you perfectly. Because I could totally just see Tony Khan just doing that and be like, I love this song in the 80s. This should be your theme song, and it fits perfectly. And I could just see somebody like Marco Stump being like, yes. Yes, 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 yes. But anyway, Tarzan boy. By Baltimore is your song of the week and will be played in its entirety at the end of today's show. Uh, Make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Offender Presents Songs of the Week. Which I got to check. I can't remember if I put the last. uh, 20? 20.
1: Yeah, it was your top 20 and top.
0: No, I did that. I put that out. That was it then. The last episode that we did, though, I cannot remember if I actually put on the playlist.
1: Oh, the one before the top songs. Yeah. Ah. Uh, we'll have to duple
0: check. We will have to,
1: to duple check. Double check.
0: crazy. All right. Uh, before we get into AEW talk, uh, let's hear a quick word from my boy, uh, the PS5-less Kyle Fauché and the Going Off Topic oh
2: podcast. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauché here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about. From movies, to TV, to music, to sports, to gaming, to anything really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, going off topic with Kyle Fauchet, on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic. And don't forget about com, where you can find everything for the pod, including the written blog post. That's right, we're carrying over the going off topic blog to com, too. So check it all out there, and I'll catch you on the next topic.
0: All right, back to the show now. Um, uh, but anyway, take a drink of your uh, water. Let's see if we can get it on the mic.
1: My my great. This is how.
0: Water. This is so fucking annoying. Of course, it doesn't do it now because <laughs> she's not chugging like how she was earlier. She's barely drinking out of it. You're such an ass.
1: No, I'm trying. I'm trying to make it happen.
0: This is the most annoying fucking cup I've ever heard in my life. I have mysophobia. I totally have mysophomia.
1: Yeah, I can't make it happen. I'm sorry. I'm
0: going to knock it out of your hand.
1: Maybe it depends on how full the cup is.
0: Maybe. I don't know. It's the most... It just whistles as she drinks it. And I'll just be sitting there maybe in the middle of the night because... Well, not right now because she doesn't have like a... Side table next to our bed right now, since we're in the new house. But at the old house, it'll be the middle of the night and she'll just lean over and start drinking. all on you <laughs> Don't stop or anything. Just keep drinking your water.
1: Just mind your business, okay?
0: Fuck you. You Just be respectful.
1: I can't help it if the cup makes noises when it and wants hey, to.
0: To Kyle Foche the reason why I keep bringing up. Fucking PlayStations, because I still haven't forgotten about that goddamn movie game. Yeah, that's right. I want a rematch, and I want it soon. Alright? That's my challenge to you. I would like to apologize to absolutely fucking nobody! The chap does whatever the fuck he wants. I should have won that game. I can't remember what the movie was, but was it. It was some stupid fucking Will Ferrell movie.
1: Connor McGregor also lost his fate
0: he did, but I won my bet on it, so I don't care.
1: I know, but you're comparing yourself to Conor McGregor?
0: That Just because he lost this fight doesn't erase all of his other accomplishments that he's had over the past several years. Let's just put that out there into the world also, especially the Jake Paul, the fucking loser. I hope he gets his ass kicked in this next boxing fight. Actually, I hope, like... Ben Askren, however Harry you pronounce his name, like, just kicks his head off and gets disqualified. I don't even care. If like Ben Askren just kicks him in the fucking head, knocks him out cold, I would be like, I was totally worth my money. I don't even care if the guy lost and gets suspended. I don't even care. I want to see Jake Paul get knocked the fuck out. This dude is so annoying. There's going to be a day where Jake Paul is going to wind up in jail because he's such a fucking idiot.
1: Only in your dreams.
0: He's a fucking douchebag. Um, anyway, won my money, uh, won my bet, uh, thanks to Conor McGregor losing on Tuesday. Kate okay, just keeps making noises over here. I just keep having to pause the fucking podcast. I'm telling you, I have mysophomia. It's yeah, I mean, bad.
1: You have that and you have ADD.
0: Mysophomia, for those who don't know, get, there are people that get very annoyed by like, sounds, like chewing... Uh, if you're trying to focus on something and you hear, I don't know, a fucking whistle out of a cup or if somebody farts while you're in the middle of a conversation, I don't know, something like that, it might set me off a little bit. Misophonia, I wish I didn't have. I totally have it and I think it's actually hereditary.
1: Self-diagnosed.
0: It's, I mean, I get so mad when I hear people like chomping. I'm just like, you going to fucking keep your mouth open the whole time? Close your mouth. You're not... 12 years old. Jesus Christ.
1: So, AEW, what happened? Ugh. What are we talking about?
0: Well, this week on AEW. Um <laughs> So, actually, I don't even remember. We just watched it. it. Nothing not a whole lot really happened. Uh I know we haven't been on here in a month. Next week is Beach Break, so I think we should talk about Beach Break and
1: uh what's going to happen?
0: Yeah, cuz it's basically kind of like a little free pay-per-view. Um I'm going to pull it up here. Stall.
1: I'm not good at the stall part. Still not good at it. I've not been good at it this whole time. So
0: annoying. Uh, One thing I will say that was cool with Dynamite tonight was the um, Sting and Darby Allen promo.
1: Yeah, that was cool. That
0: was awesome. That was really cool. I love Sting and Darby Allen together. I think they are perfect for each other. There's no other way to put it. They are perfect for each other.
1: They're going to have some great fucking matches.
0: I don't even want Sting to be in the matches. I just want Sting to only do uh, cinematic matches. That's the only thing I want Sting that's to do. That's what I
1: mean. And He's he 61 does,
0: years old. I don't want to see him to get hurt.
1: That's all Darby Allen does. Not all Darby Allen does, but he does mm-hmm. a lot of cinematic matches. So it's not like weird if that's all Sting mm-hmm. does with him.
0: Right. And uh, Team Taz, Team FTW... They have been, like, my favorite thing about Dynamite lately. They have been awesome.
1: They're so evil.
0: They are. They're so good. They're so fucking good. And the fact that Powerhouse Hobbs is the muscle of the group when you have Brian Cage in the group is saying something.
1: It's just a whole lot of meat.
0: Right. It's awesome. Uh, Their segment that they did tonight on Dynamite, uh, it was so reminiscent of the NWO, like, from WCW. Like... Uh Kevin Nash literally picked up Rey Mysterio and threw him up against the like production truck, just like how Brian Cage did it tonight to somebody and then Ricky Starks just picked up like a small guy like it was nothing too, and just threw him through a table and Ricky Starks isn't like the biggest person in the world
1: no he's like a smaller wrestler, actually, yeah.
0: pretty awesome. I like them a lot uh. Let's see, what else? Uh Jungle Boy versus uh Dax Harwood. Holy shit. What a match. What a fucking match. Jungle Boy picking up, I think. I don't I, I know he's wrestled singles matches before, but that may have been like his one of his first really big singles single match wins. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Like that's easily his biggest win of his singles, like, career, for sure. Not tag team career, but his singles career. Okay. Um And then the main event, we had the b b b b Bullet Club, Biz Cliz. For the first time in five years, the Good Brothers and the Young Bucks in the same ring together.
1: Isn't that insane?
0: Yeah. They were, uh, it was an eight-man tag match. So we had the Good Brothers and the Young Bucks versus the Dark Order with Alex Reynolds, uh, the fucking man, the myth, the legend John Silver, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson. That match was fucking fire. That match was awesome. Just insane. Push John Silver to the fucking moon. That's all I got to say. Push the BTE champion. I'm um, the BTE. I'm um, the BTE champ. Uh, John Silver. Meat boy. Meat man.
1: Johnny Hungy.
0: Push that motherfucker to the moon. And don't look back. That dude is money. He is money, money, money. Um. With that being said... Let's take a look into. Uh, let's take a look in the next week. Oh, and that. How about that dive by Ray Phoenix at the end of Dynamite tonight, where he went oh through the roof, through God. the ribs, through the ropes, and like flipped in midair and landed, straddled, like straddled the railing, like caught the, himself, like the guardrail,
1: caught himself, one leg on one side, one leg on the other, flipped up and landed like he was riding a fucking horse. It's
0: crazy. It's crazy how he landed on it, and it was just like. Just looked around, and he's like, yep, I meant to do that.
1: Uh, no, he was surprised and then, like, wrote it out. Yeah. He was like, oh, shit. Oh, here I am. And
0: then Moxley hitting that picture-perfect paradigm shift on Kenny Omega. Let's go.
1: But Moxley's so boring. Fuck, fuck him. It's all the internet people, the trolls I mm-hmm. can't help but get in fights with you.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, next week. So, it's so weird. I guess AEW changed their minds because I thought two weeks ago the ending of Dynamite was the winner of the Inner Circle tag team match was going to get a title shot at the Young Bucks. I thought that's what the stipulation was. Well, it doesn't seem that way anymore because at Beach Break, there's going to be a tag team battle royal and the winners will receive an AEW World Championship title match at Revolution. The Young Bucks are actually in this match. That the Young Bucks wins, they get to choose who their opponents will be at Revolution.
1: Okay, so they just added a little extra.
0: Right. And the teams in the match are Top Flight. They are fucking awesome. I have feeling new it's going to be them. The Acclaimed, again, those guys, new team, fucking awesome. Uh, private Party, newly heel Private Party, uh... They're awesome. Yes. Jurassic Express baby, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, they better get a fucking entrance next week when it's live. They better get an entrance. Oh, next they week.
1: will. They paid too much uh, money for that song.
0: Sammy Hager uh, will be a team in it next week. Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara. Uh Santana and Ortiz, Pride and Powerful. FTR, Jericho and MJF, and Evil Uno and Stu Grayson are the teams in the match along with the Young Bucks. Uh, I'm actually kind of surprised to not see, uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds in the match. I wonder, well, actually I'm really not surprised because AEW is smart. They're not like WWE. If they put them in a match, the crowd's is just going to be behind them the whole time.
1: Yeah. And
0: it doesn't make sense. I think what I think is going to happen, I think the Young Bucks are going to win and I think they're going to challenge the Good Brothers at Revolution.
1: Oh, that would be a good matchup. That,
0: that's what I think is going to happen. If that doesn't happen my pick to win this match is jericho and mjf
1: yeah because everybody else is kind of new right so they're good but they still need to be crushed
0: right uh speaking of crushed miro next week is the uh wedding of kip sabian and penelope ford
1: wow another wedding with the best man
0: for miro and his butler charles taylor
1: Another wedding Miro hasn't been involved in directly. Indirectly wedding associated. Uh,
0: what I think is going to happen is Miro is going to destroy Kip Sabian during this segment. And I think this is kind of going to be the launching, the launch pad for Miro. That's what I think. Um, and for those that don't really follow Kip Sabian on YouTube, you guys need to change that. Start following Kip Sabian on YouTube. This guy is fucking fucking hilarious like he is hilarious. he's just goofy the sam the the sammy and kip show their little talk show Mm -hmm. is fucking hilarious
1: he's just very clever
0: he is he's extremely clever and he's just goofy he's a man child
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh just like cody um (laughs) i think also next week i think we get an answer from shaq if shaq accepts cody's challenge i think
1: he's gotta do it
0: yeah I mean, duh, it's gonna duh.
1: happen.
0: Uh, finally, also next week we get Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker. Finally, that's actually been a really good feud. Uh, the one, my one gripe I do have with AEW, I do have one gripe. Where's Sheeta? Why haven't we like, if you're not gonna use the women's title, put it on Britt Baker with like a feud like this. Mm-hmm. That's my only gripe with AEW. I feel like they don't really know what to do. They I feel like they don't know what to do with Shida right now.
1: Or even with the women in general, they right. kind of
0: Well, they have a women's tournament coming up, which is cool.
1: Yeah. I think they're just trying to figure out how to get it rolling and mm-hmm. then maybe it'll right be organic from there. I don't know.
0: Oh, you know why? It's because Cody takes too long on his entrances. That's what totally what it is. It's not <sighs> Kenny Omega's entrance or Jericho's entrance or anything like that. It's just strictly Cody.
2: Oh yeah,
0: now it's gonna be Jungle Boy. But anyway, I'm being sarcastic. Get the fuck out of here with that logic. That's stupid. Um, I think Britt Baker goes over Thunder Rosa.
1: You think? I think she's going to get her ass kicked.
0: Well, Thunder Rosa isn't signed by AEW, so that's why I think Britt Baker's going over.
1: Maybe. With some dirty shit, maybe. But... Oh, yeah.
0: That's why they have uh, Rebel. Or Reba. How do you pronounce it? Rebel, not Reba. or Rebel. <laughs> her assistant. That's hilarious.
1: Uh, Who's actually very funny? Yeah. Yeah,
0: she's hilarious. And in the main event of Beach Break, we have the BizCliz, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers versus John Moxley and two thirds of the Death Triangle with Pac and Ray Phoenix. This match is gonna be bonkers. Um, I think Moxley wins.
1: Moxley is too big of a badass to lose.
0: I think Moxley wins with like a screw job from the Young Bucks. Actually, I think the Young yeah. Bucks help Moxley out.
1: I could see that for mm-hmm. sure. And and uh, the Good Brothers are just too new, right? Like they're not gonna. I don't know. Right. Maybe not they. New, I,
0: but they're they're not signed by AEW. Right. This is still just a cross promotion thing going on. So at any given moment, this deal could just end, and then. It's all over.
1: Yeah, see you later. Yeah.
0: So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And that was that's Beach Break next week. There's three huge matches uh in the wedding. I'm assuming the main event and the tag team battle royal is going to take a while.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: Like it's going to go through a few commercial mm-hmm. breaks. Yeah. And I'm I'm sure we're going to get an appearance by like Hangman and Sting, Darby, Team Taz, all of that's going to happen also. I think there's gonna be a, a few more things added next week that we don't know what it is yet. Uh, it is live, so AEW is always better live, in my opinion. So, yeah. For it. Okay. All right. And how great was it uh, two weeks ago when Hangman turned down the Dark Order's uh, invitation?
1: Oh, and they had to kick everybody he off said stage. Yes. That was great. They were kicking the Adam, confetti you're just, off. He was
0: like the coolest person I ever met. You have the greatest hair I've ever seen, and I just love you so much. Oh my god, I, just, I, be, I, I can't believe I'm in your presence right now and that was John Silver
1: (laughs) that was John Silver proposing to Hangman
0: I forgot he dropped down the one he's like will you join the Dark Order
1: I you know I don't think I can and then he
0: had big money Matt Matt Hardy trying to recruit Hangman Page tonight
1: I think it might work
0: I still think we're going to he's going to keep turning down offers from all these people because it seems like the Hangman Dark Order story's over it seems like they're done They're,
1: they're merging somewhere else
0: and I think they're, he's going to get another offer from Matt Hardy and maybe an offer from somebody else. And then I think it's going to come down to Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers still kind of causing chaos over AEW. And Hangman's going to step up and help out the Young Bucks and rejoin the Elite. And then Hangman's going to beat Kenny Omega for the AEW World Championship sometime this year. That's what I think is going to happen. That's a golden idea. Make it happen.
1: Is your answer locked in?
0: Yes. That's, that's what I think. Is that totally your final think. answer? Yeah. And it, even if it's predictable like that, I don't care. Wrestling should be predictable at times when it's like that good. When it's that easy, that good, wrestling should be predictable.
1: Okay. All right.
0: All right. Yeah. And that is your AEW talk for this week. Uh, let's hit them with the one, two, three finish.
1: Uh, one, fuck yes for snow again. Fucking love it. Feels like actual winter. It's January fucking 27th. So. What is that look for? Are you done? You're giving me a dirty look about snow. I'm just looking at you. Okay. Jesus. Is it? Never mind. (laughs) Um, My second thing is I'm actually excited for the Royal Rumble next Sunday, this Sunday, whatever it is. Uh, Can't wait to win some fucking money. And three, we didn't even talk about it, but the Capitol, Ryan? Fuck all you fucking people, okay? Thanks. Bye.
0: Agreed. Uh, My number one is, I get my PlayStation 5 tomorrow. Goodbye, world. Uh, Number two, uh, Kyle Foshe doesn't have a PlayStation.
2: (gasps) That's
0: so mean! Todd! I'm still butthurt about the fucking movie game, all right? I haven't forgot. People don't forget.
1: People don't forget.
0: Maybe I'll let him play it. I don't know. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's a lie.
0: <laughs> I'm joking, Kyle. It's all I love. Um, my number two, Blues Hockey. Uh, they need to figure out how to play the second game of the series. Uh, and fuck you to the NHL PA, or NHL Players Safety Association. You fucking idiots. We've had two Blues players now get injured on dirty fucking hits with no hearings, no suspensions, and no fines to those players that hurt our Blues players. Robert Bertuzzo hits a player from behind one time. The player doesn't leave the game and he gets suspended. Fuck yourselves. Fuck yourselves. And Sammy Blake got suspended also. It's a fucking joke. A fucking joke. Absolute joke. Yeah. And uh, number three, I have to say it one more time. Rob, we fucking love you and we miss you.
1: Love and miss you. Uh
0: All right. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts just by searching Offended. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts just by searching Offended. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Trick1042. You can follow KDK Naked Lady on Twitter at
1: Naked Lady with Two Ys.
0: Even though she doesn't really tweet. Um, I know,
1: I was just thinking about that. I need to start tweeting.
0: You can follow Offended on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that good stuff at Offended Pod. It's the same on all the social media links. Uh, make sure to go check out anythingbutcredible.com for all your network needs. For Offended, Anything But Credible, and going off topic, we're all there. Again, AnythingButcredible.com. Uh, and yeah, subscribe, follow us, give us a five star rating, all that good stuff. Make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Offended Presents Songs of the Week. And we might be putting out a new t shirt soon. So be Ooh. prepared for that. All right. Be prepared. All right. That's it. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Next week, we will talk about the Royal Rumble and how bad it was. And then we will also talk about Beach Break and how great that was. All right. So (laughs) for Katie, Katie, Naked Lady, I'm Tricky. This has been Offended presented by the Anything But Credible Network. We will see you next fucking week. Bye, bitches. Bye. And to play you out in its entirety is one of the greatest songs ever made. Tarzan Boy by Baltimore. Goodbye.
2: Let's get to you.